0: sober 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 sober
1: sober 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 Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With
0: your boy, Oso. And your girl, Rocky. What's good, beautiful people?
1: <laughs> welcome back. Just so you know, we have some children outside, so you may hear them. Yeah, you know what?
0: <laughs> and we were over here prior to starting this episode, feel a little, you know, a little type of way about the fact that our recording might be interrupted by the noise of children. Yes. But then we just came to the realization that, like, yo, yeah, we love what we do. We get to talk about whatever we want to talk about and we have the freedom to do that so let's just make the best of this and record the podcast and if y'all hear any background noise we at least told y'all at the beginning at the top of the episode so everything's straight yes (sighs) with that being said (laughs) it's still getting on our nerves a little bit (laughs)
1: So, anyways, we're gonna breathe through it, all right? (laughs) So today's episode is the culture of overcorrection. Yeah. Okay. We gotta talk
0: about this. This is prominent.
1: So, with that, we gotta talk about Dave Chappelle's new special on Netflix. Came out last week.
0: The closer, his final Netflix uh, Special. special. Uh, at least for, he said, for the time being, he's not going to put out another special for a long, long time. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he's been putting out back-to-back he specials. Has. So, he yeah, has. since he came back. Um, what were your thoughts? Like, how do you even want to start? this so, There's so many places we can go uh, with Dave Chappelle's stand-up, his closer. Mm-hmm. So where where should we start? Like, I don't even know.
1: I mean, obviously, the heat the controversy shoot. the backlash
0: shoot depending on who you ask <laughs>
1: it's all space, the new, it's space all the, juice. It's all the news that well yeah but it's all the news is covering is his transphobic quote unquote jokes
0: right right so yeah we're going to i guess focus in on that for the most part. But he, he well, took no, shots at everybody.
1: Yeah, he took shots at everybody. And then like I went on a Dave Chappelle rabbit hole and started watching his other specials. And now mind Great. you, since the beginning, he's always his issue has been with white people and white supremacy and systemic racism and all that stuff. Right. So that's the base of his comedy, right? Um and our experiences as, as being black in America, right? right. Um but yeah, he takes shots at everybody. Everybody. Nobody's safe.
0: All y'all getting it. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, so, yeah. So, he, t- he takes shots at everybody. Ain't nobody special in not being taken a shot at. Okay?
0: Yep.
1: Um, everybody get That being said, I feel like people who are talking about Dave Chappelle's last special mm-hmm. is not... They haven't actually listened to the message of his special. Because he said he's never had an issue with the trans community. He's had an issue with white people. And then guess what? Some trans folk are white.
0: <laughs> and he said that. So, like, he set up some of the jokes um, before he went into everything and said, like, do you believe that a trans person can be racist?
1: I think he started with gay.
0: Yeah, actually, he said gay. Yeah. But, like... In the community. In the community, yeah. basically. But like, yeah, can somebody from the LGBTQ plus community be racist? And the yes. answer is obviously yes. Yes. So that's where it comes in. And that's why this whole intersectionality, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we have a lot of people who are in that community.
1: I'm fuck with the white people in the community but that's what I'm saying cause it's like There's I know so your much... shit just got passed on like no and then his, so much conflict his car joke and sticks and stones that's the shit that shit was fucking true like the gay men are driving the white gay men are driving the white lesbian women are in the passenger seat you know bisexual people in the back Being ignored by both of them, (laughs) you know, queer standing outside the car. Like, I I think I want to get in here. It was Mm -hmm. hilarious. And it was very true. Um, so, so yeah, I was not offended by the show as a woman, as a queer person. I was not offended. Um, (laughs)
0: <laughs> Child and, and, out here We gonna keep it going you going keep it going Don't you worry about it <sighs> Alright so you said You weren't offended As somebody who was part Of that community mm-hmm. Why weren't you Let's talk about Why you weren't offended
1: So mind you There was plenty Of stuff That it was like ooh, <laughs> You know Like the uh, pedophilia jokes and the, you know, like, you know, it, it was it was plenty of of stuff that was like, Ugh. you know, um, <laughs> I've watched too many specials. Was he talking about R. Kelly in the closer?
0: Uh, I think he talked about it a little bit. I don't
1: know. I, can't I don't think remember he if that was really talked about
0: Six and Stones. I'm pretty sure he talked about R. Kelly, but uh, because he was like. And this is very important. I do not know this nigga at at all. all.
1: Um, But yeah, so, like, some of the things are, like, you know? But I think, first and foremost, you don't have to watch him. You don't have to listen to him. Like, you don't... (laughs) As he said, you clicked on my face, you know? Like, I don't understand people's, like, lack of reasoning over their choices. Like, you don't don't have to listen. Um, But also... I think the art of comedy is being lost right now. Like, for me, the art of comedy is to point out things that are happening in reality in a humorous way. Right. So that way you can have a further conversation about it.
0: Right. It's, uh, it's about breaking down some complex themes within our society mm-hmm. and using humor as a vehicle, as a means to better bridge that gap of understanding between people so if you are somebody who's queer Mm -hmm. and maybe you like honestly you're a good example it's like somebody who's queer and black so you get this the experience Mm -hmm. of both and then you can see how that joke that you were just talking about the car joke Mm -hmm. really translated your lived experience or maybe not even fully lived experience i don't think you experience that many white queer people i
1: don't you don't But, (laughs) but you
0: understand even through just being within the community, mm-hmm. the experiences of others and how that has affected and impacted the way that you look at things within the community as a black, queer person versus mm-hmm. just being like, oh, you know, it's whatever. I'm all about my community as, as LGBTQ. But then you have the added point of being black. So you get that joke and it's able to translate mm-hmm. from a straight man community to you. And then like, and that's what humor is about. But other people, mm-hmm. they, they don't they look at... They
1: theme- yeah, they only look
0: at the, the subject matter, and then they don't look at how the humor is used to get that point, which is why I think Dave's whole point was, was like, I'm not talking about y'all. I'm, I'm using you us. as a, mm-hmm. as a, a again, like as a way of, as a, as using you as part of the joke to display how your community has done so great in this these areas, and, and yet we're being held back, not only within the community that's supposed to be doing well, mm-hmm. but also outside of that community because black queer folk are doing bad within the black queer environment and then straight black people are just doing bad as straight black people because we don't even have anything else to uh, identify with that would give us a not advantage but would give us a momentum within that movement Mm -hmm. towards progress
1: and I said it on my Facebook I said in 2015 when same sex became legal same sex marriage became legal at that same time Trayvon Martin had already been murdered. Yep, Michael, Brown, Michael Brown. We yep. were experiencing Standing Rock and Flint, and like black queer people felt conflicted. Like, yay, I can get married, but I can also get shot and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So,
0: like, yeah, are we really winning? You, you know, know what I mean? One step forward in one aspect of who I am, yeah. but then two steps back in the other aspect, and that other aspect has to do with my well being and my livelihood. Fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. I'll get married to another man and then I get shot and killed in the streets. Both was was <laughs> yeah, Right, right. So does that marriage really mean much if I can't even appreciate it because my life has been taken away? Mm-hmm.
1: Not so much. Yeah. You know? So that being said, let's get into the first question.
0: Yeah, man. Let's do it.
1: Oh, side note. Check out our previous episode, Laugh at My Pain. I think we were exploring more of black comedy and how black people use humor throughout the history to essentially laugh at my pain. Okay?
0: Again, connecting the ideas through humor. Yes. So that you can maybe empathize. A lot of white people have figured out the fucked up shit that's going on through comedians. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's get to this first question. Um, You'll probably be leading...
0: Oh, yeah, okay. All
1: right. Um, oh,
0: right, right, right. Especially for this one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, number one, what is overcorrection? I, I titled this episode The Culture of Overcorrection. So, break it down of what overcorrection is. What do we mean?
0: Right. Okay. So, overcorrection is a concept where we live in a place where it, one area, things have gone one way when there's some type of like imbalance. So, in this area, mm-hmm. there's people in the LGBTQ plus community that have not had their rights. They've been subjugated to certain things. Mm -hmm. You know, they've just been treated badly. So Mm -hmm. because of that dynamic, they're looking to advance. Mm -hmm. Now that advancement might come at an overcorrection. Basically, you doing even more... You went past. Right, you went past the (laughs) equality stage towards the more... uh, And I don't want to say like... Oppression because it's not that yet, but if you overcorrect enough, it can lead to oppression, and that's kind of with the, with
1: sports.
0: Yeah, shit. With women's sports. Good point. Good point. Shit.
1: I can definitely see
0: that's that di-
1: that direction.
0: Yeah, because that, the
1: whole reason women's sports was created.
0: Because we well, to give that us exam- a fair exactly, opportunity exactly. so yeah. we understood the differences between men and women, mm-hmm. just in terms of their sex and biology, yeah. and the testosterone and how that creates a almost impossible dynamic to overcome when you yeah. just don't have that amount of testosterone like that. Like this, just almost impossible.
1: Now I will <laughs> say, I will say, um, for children growing up, they are puberty blockers. So if they understand that they're trans or whatever um before All puberty before puberty then they may have the option depending on how their parents feel about it mm-hmm. to block whatever that other hormone is or whatever their natural hormone is um and to block those those physical changes
0: right and and that I'm glad you said that cuz that's important because those physical adaptations don't come into place during puberty when those are blocked. Mm-hmm. So your bone structure and mm-hmm. everything else like mm-hmm. that, that happens during puberty for men. We get super stronger. Mm-hmm. We develop more muscles. and Women uh, get I more fat. <laughs> Not, it's true. Like, it's true. But not. <laughs> I know what you mean, but the way you said it, I was like, damn. <laughs> Women. We get we, we get fat. <laughs> yes,
1: it's it's better for childbearing, okay? Like
0: <laughs> I, get, yes. I get what you mean. The, the way you said it was hilarious. <laughs> I
1: didn't. I mean. Whatever. Y'all knew what I meant. Y'all knew what I meant. You good? Yeah, it was just funny. It
0: was just funny as hell. <laughs> but yeah, so. Basically, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, There's an overcorrection. So in that case, when mm-hmm. it comes to the sports, I can definitely see it. So that's a great example mm-hmm. right there. But other examples, I don't know if we've reached that point, but I can see it where it comes to cancel culture. And <laughs> she is mad about the kids. <laughs> Anyways, so when it comes to cancel culture, Dave Chappelle gave a good example when it came to Kevin Hart. You yes. took something from him and if he didn't have other stuff, like that might have been like his livelihood mm-hmm. taken away from him. Like that's where cancel culture comes in. It's not truly effective and we'll get to that later.
1: But we can talk about it now because I just have to let go of the structure of the questions and flow with you.
0: Well, I mean, that's why a lot of them were connected, yeah. Yes. Um uh,
1: So what is the purpose of cancel culture?
0: I think the purpose of cancel culture is it's a an attempt to correct things, but it's an overcorrection. It's a good example of an overcorrection. Mm-hmm. Um, it's trying to hold people accountable without the redemption. So it's like, I'm going to put you in jail forever. Mm-hmm. And you never get a chance to come out. You never get a chance to learn anything there. You're just like, okay, you're trash. You are literally disposed of now, and we don't want anything to do with you. Versus... Trying to actually redeem and 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 do other stuff has to do with like correct correcting in a way that the person maybe heals, learns their lesson, you know, can actually redeem themselves,
1: understand, can give empathize,
0: back, give back to the community that they might have wronged, other stuff like that. You yeah. know, that's part of that whole process. Versus cancel culture is just it's like shaming, fuck out of here, you it's, wrong, it's blah, shaming, blah blah blah. blah.
1: You, oh, your whole livelihood is taken away. Yeah. like it's it's just. Like, who's learning from that? If if anything, they're becoming more pissed about that community. Because what you're
0: doing, yeah, you, <laughs> what you're doing is and isolating And then other them.
1: people are taking sides.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good method of actually getting to the goal of
1: like what is equality
0: goal? and connection with each other. And that internet intersectionality that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Queer women, I'm just cool with.
1: Yeah. You know what that I mean? Is a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what I mean? But I'm just cool with them. And it's because I think there's like a shared understanding and empathy that they can even like maybe innately just feel like, oh, this dude's safe to be around because he ain't going to be on a fuck shit. You know what I mean? That is what you I, I'm assuming would actually want if you're within that community is like balance and harmony amongst each other. Not saying I have to be all up in your community like that. Like when you go to queer events, I'm not like, oh, let me come. I'm just like, oh, y'all got y'all shit. Cool. But if we are within a collective event. There's no beef. There's no awkwardness. There's no, like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be more so the goal than it being scorched earth, <laughs> fucking, you're trash, you're done, you're eliminated, and then everybody's on eggshells about how to talk or how to do stuff. That's why a lot of people are just saying, fuck that community altogether, like you were saying, instead of trying to understand them, they're just saying, fuck them.
1: I mean, I'm going to be honest. I have been such an advocate for the trans community. I've tried to understand. I've tried to learn. I've tried to educate other people. Mm -hmm. But they're getting to a point where it's it's just like, one... I understand that culture is changing very quickly. I understand that language within that culture is changing very quickly Mm -hmm. and definitions are changing within the culture very quickly and I understand that you have your own experience that has been oppressive, discriminated against, you've been shamed in your family, you felt shame within yourself for who you are and you're just trying to be who you are and you want to be accepted and understood by other people even though... Um, Dave Chappelle's uh, friend, Daphne, said, you don't have to understand me, just understand that I'm having a human experience. experience."
0: And that was was very powerful. powerful.
1: That was very powerful. So I'm understanding all of that. I'm getting it. However, your projection of your emotions onto other people and shaming us for it Mm. is not building advocates I, I fought hard for y'all to the point I was fucking in class and we was talking about this shit and somebody an older woman was saying some shit and I got triggered I don't even identify as trans like I'm sis right mm-hmm. and I got triggered for y'all and now I feel more isolated from that community because it's like bruh chill the fuck out we are trying this is going to take time. You want it to be rushed just because you're ready. And I understand your readiness. Be ready. Be loud. Be proud. Be out. But give other people some time to catch the fuck up. And don't shame us for not being where you are. Not being where you need us to be.
0: I mean, I would drop the mic. But the mic's <laughs> ready, You understand? You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah.
1: I felt some type of way.
0: I think they felt you on that. Let us know in the comments below. You know. If you're watching, you know. And if you're listening, give us a five-star rating. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, but for real, that was, that was that was real. That was deep. I think a lot of people feel that same way. And it's even harder to even say that. Because there's going to be people. We get caught. Call-
1: I've just had to accept well i guess yeah if people are gonna call me transphobic then shit i'll still try to fight i still try to educate but if y'all gonna call me this because you're changing everything and it's hard for me like some of the things i was cool with the fucking branding on the pads products i don't give a fuck <laughs> like some because apparently some had the um you know the feminine symbol there's the the, the female and male symbol uh-huh. and it had the female symbol or whatever And they took it off to be inclusive and women are bitching. And I'm like, who Who noticed that staring at the pro? I don't give a fuck. Does it work? You know?
0: Yeah. That's weird.
1: But then it's, it's coming. It's coming to things like, um, changing how we describe our bodies as cis women. So like chest feeding instead of breastfeeding and things like that. And it's just like,
0: (laughs) that just sounds funny to me. (laughs) But but
1: we also have to, you know, understand majority Like yes, we want to be inclusive when we're trying to be inclusive, but sometimes we're not speaking to you and understanding. And I wrote about this. I'm sorry, I said you was leading, but I'm on a tangent right now. (laughs) You see, I'm chilling.
0: (laughs) I I wrote. You got the energy going.
1: I wrote on my Facebook page too. I was like, for some reason, there's this expectation that other people are responsible for your feelings and that you can control someone's opinions shit yeah. It's very fascinating times that we live in and then there's another expectation that I'm seeing that every place is supposed to be a safe place But that's not possible <laughs> Yeah Cuz every place can't cater to everyone Right I went to a HBCU <clears throat> for a fucking reason it wasn't because I wouldn't have felt safe in a PWI. I went to a PWI. I definitely had to go to the Black Student Resource Center because that was during the first wave of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but where I went there is because I just wanted... I didn't want to have to be black. I just wanted to be me. Right. <laughs> and enjoy the culture, you know?
0: And I don't think a lot of white people get that. I mean, if well, you're listening, white people... Wow. Welcome. You know? <laughs> I didn't think the sea. <laughs> nah, just joking. Um, y'all cool. If you're If you watching this, you're probably cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting because a lot of white people don't understand being in a sea full of another us, culture.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Especially who look like us. Right. Like, it, remember, we don't experience that in different. this country.
0: <laughs> it's different. It's even different when we go overseas because Africa... If you go to a certain African culture, uh, it's different than our African American culture, yes. our Black experience. Very you know what I mean? So. They listen to hip hop and they're like, "Oh, that's just so cool." We're like, "Yeah, that's our normal." You know what I mean? There's like our life. That's yeah, that's like <laughs> what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they still even have like a different experience than we have. It's not all the same.
1: Yeah, it's different cultures, yeah. and you can even see it. And that's what I loved about attending Hampton University is the Battle of the States. You could see the different oh, cultures yeah.
0: regionally. From the north to the west to the south. Yes.
1: DMV. Hey.
0: (laughs) You already know that East Coast, that Jersey, that New York, Philly, Mm -hmm. all that.
1: So, so yeah, it's not every, yeah, not every place is going to be safe. Some places are speaking to specific populations, are catering to specific populations. We say we're black centered. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Somebody else can come in, but we ain't focusing on you. You are a guest. Right. And sometimes that is the case.
0: And I I think you would want that because you would want a a place. I would assume. Let me know if I'm wrong. Comment below. Let me like actually let me know. And if you want to have a conversation, if you're just trying to shame me, then I'm just going to delete whatever you're saying.
1: Right. You understand comments (laughs) on real life, right?
0: Right. Like we're going to be in life. Yeah.
1: And you're going to be on the computer.
0: But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, let me know. Um, I'm assuming that you would want a space to your own as well, just like how we wanted to be at HBCU. I'm sure Mm -hmm. there's a a space where you want to be around other trans folk who actually know about your lived experience Mm -hmm. or can at least somewhat relate to it, and y'all can actually be in community with each other Mm -hmm. without having to worry about cis people.
1: And I, you know... I'm sure that's the case, Like, with kids, we're like, yes, you need to build your community. Like, queer community, trans community, you need to build that community because... Other people don't have that experience, and you need someone who has shares that experience with you, who's catering to what you're going through.
0: All right, and again, it's not all the time. It's not yeah. gonna be all the society. It's a and both. Right, and, and we all need those spaces. Mm-hmm. This should be a space for white people too. Oh wait, y'all got it, old country. Anyways, <clears throat> <laughs> but nah, for real, even white people they of certain say, classes, they, they country say, clubs. They got, uh, yeah. you know what I mean, fraternities. They got they other stuff. Do, That's do. what I'm saying. Like yeah. everybody has their thing. Mm-hmm. We just aren't, we just aren't allowing ourselves to really look at that picture and and allowing those spaces to be created and embracing them instead mm-hmm. of shaming them and saying every place needs to be safe for me. No, there are spaces that aren't going to be for you.
1: And they aren't and centered or and, But that's
0: okay. Teams, I right? want to emphasize that part, that, that it's okay. It's not an exclusionary thing out of despising that community. It's just
1: like, I want to specifically talk to these people.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so I hope you get that if you're watching or listening and you happen to be in this uh, trans community. Um, you identify as whomever.
1: And I will say this, specifically as a cis woman... Because again, I'm seeing a lot of overcorrection and it's like, pause. Sometimes there need to be spaces for cis women. We have experiences that trans women won't experience, especially growing up, Mm -hmm. especially within our bodies. Do you know how disconnected cis women are with our bodies for centuries? How much trauma exists in our bodies? That's not something that trans women have. That's a different experience that they have. Right. So sometimes we need to just talk to us. And it, again, it's it's. I, I definitely think it's when I, when we talk about like how the fuck did we get here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's women and trans. You want
0: to just go into it right now? Movements, yes. There we go.
1: That's really, that's the overcorrection.
0: So, yeah. So, just so y'all know, one of the questions we're asking is, how did we get to this point of overcorrection? Mm-hmm. So, she's going into that right now. Go ahead.
1: So, yeah. I think we were talking about it earlier, and we said we... Because it was, like, a drastic flip. Like, what the fuck happened?
0: No, <laughs> so seriously. We, the, so, we serious. were trying to,
1: like, look at history and pinpoint, when the Fast. fuck did this start? So, honestly, we think maybe around the Me Too movement?
0: Yeah. That's where I think... And, again, we were talking about this previously, but... um. We really get to flesh it out. Again, that's why I love the podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We yes. get to flesh out all these ideas and really have these conversations. It's dope. Um, su- subscribe, all that good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I think during the Me Too movement mm-hmm. was a correction. Going back to what we were talking about before, the definition of uh, overcorrection. Mm-hmm. So women mm-hmm. were in that spot mm-hmm. where it's like they've been mistreated. There's mm-hmm. been misogynistic behavior. Rape abuse within the culture yeah. of, of work environments. As well as um, families.
1: People families, were not talking about that enough.
0: For sure, uh, especially within the entertainment business, because that was the prominent uh, Harvey Weinstein. You know, was yeah. the prominent personality. That, that was, there. like, was the
1: the newsworthy, right? It was that's the what, celebs calling out yes. work. Yeah. So
0: what made the Me Too movement more public and uh, widespread was the. Uh, the arenas in which it was being exposed at that time. It was like the perfect storm. It was mm-hmm. like Weinstein. It was mm-hmm. like Cosby. It was like mm-hmm. R. Kelly. Yep. It was like, you know, yeah. kind of, all the people that you can think of, you know, mm-hmm. they started going after like a lot of stuff. And then that, that excitement, that energy that came with like, oh, we're finally correcting being, stuff. Being heard, right. People
1: are being held accountable. Right. facing The consequences.
0: That energy, that same energy, and I understand it because it happens with almost every movement can get misplaced and misdirected and overcorrected, especially if someone hasn't done their due diligence to see like what's going on for them and what mm-hmm. corrections need to be made. Sometimes you're just like, I feel some way. So then I need to overcorrect and it's your fault. So that an example of that, that a lot of people uh, mention now and I was like, man, I wonder if this is going to be how it goes. It was Aziz I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that woman, I think she felt a lot of like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that, you know, she she's, has a right to feel whatever she feels. But she overcorrected in terms of her action and put it all on him mm-hmm. as if like he was the burden of all misogynistic behavior. And the Me Too movement <laughs> came down on Aziz hey, like, yo, God
1: damn. And hey, yo, a comedian was like, really? You couldn't take Aziz? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, that's the overcorrection. Like, and Aziz just had all that shit coming at him, like, God man. damn. You know, I felt bad for the bra. Now,
1: now I do want to point out, and hopefully, God, hopefully they are changing this in sex education for the public school system today. But consent was not taught to us. So, how women are all of a sudden like consent, 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 which we should be. Mm-hmm. Adults, we didn't grow up with this shit. <laughs> At all, so we're still learning what the fuck this
0: means, yeah,
1: <laughs> and and how to fucking decipher it. Remember, rape in marriage was like okay, yeah,
0: that was seen as like hey, it gonna happen.
1: like what the fuck. So that's what I'm saying. Like we we have to relearn, right? Yeah. And how are we holding ourselves accountable when we haven't educated?
0: <clears throat> yeah, and for fellas us too, yo, a lot of us we when we don't want to have sex, we get shamed like a motherfucker. For, for
1: sure. It. We. T- we talked about
0: that, too. Like, we put um, homophobia
1: and, like, homosexuality and, 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 oh, you you must be gay. Oh, you must oh, be soft. Yeah, yeah, you must yeah, be yeah. weak. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to have sex Oh, you sex can't with get me. it up? Yeah. I don't want to have sex with you.
0: Like, like, I don't feel good right now.
1: Everybody, <laughs> respect everybody's no. Like...
0: It, it, it becomes a... Uh, like a notch. It's like a, a knock on your uh, on your manhood. Mm-hmm. If you can't, exactly.
1: exactly. So
0: it goes across the board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then there's overcorrections when it comes to that as well. Yeah. Because some people are like, again, going with their feelings. If you haven't done the work to see if the actual feelings that you have line up with the reality of your situation, you can feel the burden of a movement when what's happening to you has nothing to do with that movement. So if I say... If I open the door for a woman and she's like, get away from me, you creep. You know what I mean? Like that, that's you feeling uncomfortable around men. But But that has nothing to do with me. That's (laughs) your shit. Right. That that doesn't mean I'm a creep because I opened the door for you. And (laughs) And it's like so many people are just
1: putting their feelings on other people. And it's like, bitch, if you don't fucking sit down and regulate your fucking emotions, shit, use some logic. Everything ain't about you.
0: (laughs) So this is where the overcorrection really comes in. It, It comes from that lack of of congruency between the reality and what you're feeling and then that feeling being tied to the overall movement. Again, the overall movement of what's going on to correct things is almost never wrong. But then those feelings Mm -hmm. that you have if they don't line up with the reality... Because there'll be people that have never experienced any of this shit but be super mad because they're online consuming it all the time. So you're like building up all this energy and then the next person who's even associated with something that you think is against the movement, that's the first person that gets it. In this case, it's Stade Chappelle. All the heat of a thousand racist, homophobic, transphobic people online gets channeled all and put directed towards Dave Chappelle because he's a lightning rod because he's the most famous, famous person he's to say. Actually
1: things. some like if you're fighting with somebody online, you can't do shit about that. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But you feel like, oh it's Dave Chappelle, I can come at this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I can try to take his they shit. They gotta change cancel can't uh-huh. cancel him off of uh, um Netflix, cancel all his shit, all that mm-hmm. other stuff, you know what I mean? It seems like you actually hit that target. You know, you know. what I mean? And they've had some targets hit Kevin yeah. Hart. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, "Ooh, yes, we got him. We gonna drink. We gonna drag him. We gonna bring everyone of them down."
1: And the main point was, "What's changing for Black people?" <laughs> like what? Because remember, white people are still in these movements. It's still white women. It's still white trans folks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um.
0: So I get that. That's where that jealousy, uh, yeah, comment came from. He was like, "I'm jealous of gay people." Yeah,
1: yeah. So. I don't, it's, it's exhausting to be in this time. Mm. And like, I just had to, I was a part of two Facebook groups. Both of them were black women centered Mm -hmm. and I had to leave both of them because it was just some negative ass, hateful women in there. Just male bashing, just all of it. And I'm just bitter. like, And I was like, this is not good for my perception of women. Because remember, I still date women. And I'm like, I'm not liking women from these comments, from these people who are interacting on in these groups. Yo. And I was like, let me get out of this. Because they're going to have me feeling some type of way about women.
0: <laughs> you, you, you bringing up such a good point. I think we are underestimating the amount of effect that social media has had mm-hmm. um, on these movements when it comes to the overcorrection when it comes to the correction it's been great too it's been
1: fucking great because we could connect globally right. like
0: <laughs> seriously like even when it came to like the situation when George Floyd got murdered mm-hmm. it's like the whole world fucking knew about that because of social media mm-hmm. and that again that was justified anger and aggression towards the system you know i mean that's that's what it takes to correct certain things but this overcorrection seems very specified and, and and directed towards individuals being cancelled you know yeah. what I mean? Not institutions being cancelled
1: mm. talk about it tell me that difference difference between an individual being cancelled and an institution being cancelled
0: so right like cancelling De Chappelle let's say all the trans folk who were against De Chappelle cancelled De Chappelle tomorrow what would that do other than enrage a lot of people even I would be fucking mad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean and, but I wouldn't do anything about that. It would just enrage other people to try to do things worse. Like, shit. M- like certain people are comedians. And then there are other people who just use the veil of jokes to say their hateful shit. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle is a, a comedian. comedian. <laughs> <laughs> these other motherfuckers will just, if you were to cancel Dave, it would be open season. All these people would just try to say the most hateful shit that they could about trans folk. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, but I was just joking. Instead of it being Dave Chappelle, who gives you a whole thought out piece, planned, <laughs> puts his emotion into it, yeah. even connects it to a trans um, woman who he connected with so deeply mm-hmm. and, and shared his experience and connection with her. Mm-hmm. Like that's that is a actual thought out joke. That's an actual thought out experience that you want people to have when they watch the special versus somebody who's just going to be like, I don't even know the jokes but you can use your fucking imagination. All the worst things that you ever heard and then that shit being said to you.
1: I also want to point out, so like when we're talking about social media and the kind of impact it can have, I was questioning social media and its impact during the first wave of Black Lives Matter with Michael Brown Mm -hmm. in 2015 um, because it didn't change anything systemically. It didn't change anything legally. And the Me Too movement... While, again, socially, it was hitting some individuals. But then what happened in the South? How many abortion laws passed yep. or anti-abortion laws passed? How much more strict did they get? Like, so, again, Ooh. what what is your outcome here? So, what is yeah. your goal? So,
0: two, two, two points. I want to get back to, like, uh, defining, like, the institution part. Yeah. But to your point right there, overcorrection is also dangerous because there's only a finite amount of energy a movement can have. And if you're using that energy on the wrong targets, it's going to be like... It should
1: all be political. That's
0: what I'm saying. (laughs) So if you're looking at all your energy is at Dave Chappelle and you're not looking at laws and politicians... I'm like, Dave Chappelle has
1: no fucking power over your life.
0: (laughs) You missing the target.
1: Like, talk to fucking Biden. Talk to fucking Kamala Harris since you love her so much.
0: You missing the target. So, Yeah. And that goes to the institutions part. The institutions and those who make the institutions are the politicians Mm -hmm. or the business owners who actually own the politicians. (laughs) Just, you know, Uh, we we, come on. We keeping it real. We know what it is. Mm -hmm. This is America. Mm. Oh, my dad. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, looking at attacking those laws and those institutions, getting a foothold within that, within the political realm, potentially could do Way more have way more of a far-reaching impact on the overall community because that's why I think honestly, and this goes back to the car analogy, where everybody in the car feels like the T's are holding everybody back because their emotionality. And again, I'm not trying to just dis- yes. like dismiss your emotions and mm-hmm. how you feel because honestly, you've probably been through the most heart-wrenching yes. shit because that, of that 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 change yeah. and. And also the responses to that that change—that is individual.
1: Where sexuality, you're interacting with someone else.
0: I can't. I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be insensitive about that, but I I am saying, due to that supercharge of emotion, you're just letting everybody have it, and you're just like. Rah, 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 rah. You're not mm-hmm. targeting that energy in a specific place, whereas the rest of the movement seems really on par with like, yo, marriage was the first step, mm-hmm. and then you know like they're doing certain other stuff, but like they knew like we want to get married, mm-hmm. we want mm-hmm. be able to have marriage between whoever the fuck we want. That was the step that they were trying to take, and they were like, look, we're all on board on that shit, and that mm-hmm. shit happened. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what the next you know accomplishment I, I is. Don't know. Um, or the next like advancement is within the community. But I know that y'all are getting pissed off <laughs> by some of the other members in the community, the trans members in the community, shooting at people that y'all don't even really care about. because I think don't that, give a fuck. Right, listen, like Dave Chappelle.
1: Listen, your emotions are valid, but your emotions are an individual responsibility. I am not responsible for your emotions. When I was triggered in that class because the older woman was talking about trans people mm-hmm. in a way that I didn't think was validating. Even though I recognized I was triggered, I understood that that was my own shit. I understood that I one, wasn't prepared for that environment because I just went in just happy-go-lucky. And then I was like, oh, shit. Other people have different opinions. I haven't been in this space in a while. So so, um, so I was like, oh, shit. I need to come in better guarded, basically. But also, mm. I need to be able to manage those emotions as they come up. So, like, I was able to breathe through them. I put on my essential oil diffuser. I was had my CBD oil. You know, I was able to manage the emotions and the anxiety that was stirring up within me as that that was happening in class. And the professor reached out and she was like, I'm sorry I didn't create a safe space. And I was like, no, you're good. I was able to manage myself. Mm. I was able to, to self-soothe and, and create that space for myself. Because I can't change this fucking woman's opinion. Right. <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing. You have no control over the thoughts of somebody else.
0: Going right back to, like, what's your target? Are you going to just go balls to the wall, trying to fuck up Dave Chappelle, or are you going to try to go at these politicians who actually make the laws?
1: And you do understand, if you're always shutting down the conversation, there will never be a conversation.
0: And that's even worse, because then you'll be just shunned to like the outskirts of that community as well you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that indifference or that like ignoring you purposely <laughs> is even worse than you being part of the conversation and then people slipping up because if you allow people to slip up and have those conversations and you're not all all in on canceling them you're gonna start getting a lot more allies like fortunately for me almost all exposure I've had to trans folk have been clients. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're coming in with a different perspective. They're looking for understanding, looking for somebody to empathize with them. Mm -hmm. And I was able to do that. And I'm glad I was one of the, you know, cis members of the community that they could do that to. And I could be that for them Mm because I don't know how many times they've had that experience. But they've done the same for me. And that's why I value that. Mm -hmm. So I know my experience is a lot different as a therapist. But if we could take that, little bit of example and use it expand on that throughout the rest of the communities and try to have a stance of forgiveness and understanding empathy mm-hmm. versus canceling. Man the stronghold is going to grow and then the progress that's going to grow because then you're like yo, that's my man so that's my girl right there. I don't care if she trans or he's trans like yo they need to be able to do this. I'm rocking with Versus it being like, well, I don't even know. Like, the first time we interacted, they said I used the wrong pronoun and they, that I couldn't talk about anything. So, you know, I'm just going to just go home. Do you want allies or do you want to get your feelings off? You can get your feelings off, but the progress will be slowed. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> all right. So, <sighs> before all this shit went down, as we were seeing. Just a shift in the abundance of love, well-being, health, happiness, peace, all of that. What different outcome did you imagine from that trajectory?
0: I was looking at, you know, the essence of feminism, the true definition, Mm -hmm. like equality. I was looking at potential equality amongst everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, and not not fully, obviously, not utopia. But oh, like I did. <laughs> I I never knew. It was, I knew it was never going to be a utopia. But I, I thought a significant progress was going to be made to where I wanted to feel out of touch. You know what I mean? I, I've said that before. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I yeah. want to feel like an old man who's like, man, I don't know what the hell's going on because we made so much progress mm-hmm. that I can't fully grasp everything, which is I'm fine with <laughs> yeah. if it needs the betterment of the society that I'm living in. I don't need to be in control of it. I'm on my way out of it.
1: That's true. You
0: know, as an old man.
1: So in terms of equality, we mean rights as in you are not discriminated against, um... You're giving like civil liberties, right? Like everybody else, as well as equal opportunities, meaning you have the same opportunities as other people. You're not being discriminated against because of, of a specific identity or identifier. Okay. That's what I was seeing. And yes, for all, no matter your religion, no matter your sexuality, no matter your gender identity, no matter what, it was just equality. And I'm like there is such a rush for the overcorrection of equality. There is not a logical pause to understand what is needed. So for example, this is a controversial episode. (laughs) Um, I
0: mean- Depends on how you look at it. I think we're just having a conversation, so maybe.
1: Yes, we are having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Some people ain't going to like it, and that's okay. Um, bathrooms. Y'all don't know my heart, but I do. Bathrooms. Um, yes, trans people should not be in fear of having to go to the bathroom. Yes, trans people should not have to say their whole life story in order to go to the bathroom. And also there are just real things in history that we also have to respect in the sense of women, cis women needing to be protected from cis men. And that is why we have different bathrooms. And the fact that you're so gung-ho for trans people having all the rights of everybody else that you're not stopping to consider, not everybody is honest. Not everybody has good intentions. At all. And there will be, especially if it's legal, some fucked up cis men going into women's bathrooms because they can. Not
0: only that, yo... There are some They cis do
1: it men... now! Shit! <laughs>
0: they do it now. And on top of that, you're making more enemies within... everywhere. <laughs> uh, by the way that you're going about it. So there are going to be some cis men... That are going to do that shit, knowing that if they do get caught... All they got to say is... And they throwing more dirt on the community. And then
1: you can't say nothing because you can't judge if someone's passing or not and all that shit. And it's like, it's how I feel. And it's like, we are on a slippery slope, y'all.
0: They are going (laughs) to use that to their advantage. and, um, And not to say they wouldn't anyway, but it's like, yo... The way you're going at it, mm-hmm. there's gonna be people who are like purposely doing that, like yeah. just to to make your community look bad.
1: Wasn't it the Korean spa?
0: Yes, yeah,
1: where love. the guy, the the trans person, so to speak, was flashing his pe- their penis at women and girls. And then if you look at this person's background, they have a history. That's all they were uh, doing of um like they were registered uh sex uh. Person.
0: Mm -hmm. Offender. Offender. Yeah. For uh, indecent exposure.
1: Exactly. So like again we we just need to slow down. Take a moment. Breathe. I understand that you just want to be able to live your life. But there are factors outside of yourself that you have to also consider. So like a third bathroom could be an option.
0: I feel like that's the solution, yo. Get the third bathroom. You're safe.
1: We're safe. Everybody's safe.
0: Yeah.
1: And everybody's respected. And again, that goes back to every place is not going to include you. We're trying to be so inclusive. And yes, to to certain points, we can be when it comes to equal rights and equal opportunities. Hmm. But there's some things we do have to consider. So, how do we course correct? Because we're on the path that we're on. How do we course correct?
0: Uh, We have more conversations like this. Like, I think... Me being the cis man that I am. (laughs) uh, I think... Just me even putting myself out there and being vulnerable for attacks... And the slander and all that other good stuff. Remember, we don't have to read comments. Yeah. Uh, but just putting, putting myself out there to have the conversation is me doing my part to reach out to that community as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I'm not saying any of this stuff. And if you took it in a critical way in terms of I'm trying to be malicious... Then I don't know what to tell you. Like your interpretation of that stuff. It's like the other guy who was interpreting our relationship, he was like, he's being manipulative. I'm like, oh, you yeah. okay. Or so. that
1: I was a feminist and you all, should all leave that stuff. Me. All <laughs> that stuff.
0: All just just a lot of assumptions. Anyways, <laughs> but it's like you can't tell me what's in my heart. And I said that earlier in the mm-hmm. podcast. It's like I know my heart, I know who I am and how I am, and, and my intentions. Mm-hmm. So if you literally cannot see. You're not trying to. You're not that's really on you. You re, you really not. And those I think there's so many of those cuz I've seen and talked and interacted with other trans people who are not yeah of the same ilk when it comes to their mentality, you know? And their um, emotional response. Yeah, they they might have done more work. And again, you might be on that early part of your journey. Mm-hmm. So maybe later on you watch this and you're like, "Damn, I was tripping." But if if you aren't able to connect on that level, and, and, and look at the olive branch that I'm trying to reach out to try to get understanding and get some just empathy flowing between our communities so that we can better ourselves and get to that somewhat utopia that, that you're it's talking so about. It's
1: so possible, y'all.
0: You know? Because that, that's get what get I want. people
1: out of government. That's who the fuck we need to be mad at.
0: <laughs> I keep trying to tell people, like, y'all, it's every... The po- politicians and the laws. Everybody, the every community... Every Everybody, especially Black folk. <laughs> it's like we always put in our energy and targeting the wrong things because it's easier, maybe because we feel like they're more accessible, these yes. celebrities or whatever yes. else like that. That is exactly why. But it's like why. we need to really focus in our attention on those who create the laws and the power structures within this country if we want change. So that's the yeah. olive branch I'm, 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 you know, trying to offer yeah. is like us switching and 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 changing our energy towards. Those who are actually have the impact and the power to create change in those higher positions versus us attacking comedians mm-hmm. and other celebrities and going back and forth with each other on Twitter about pronouns Um, when it comes to insensitivity, when I didn't know that the pronoun was this or that. like There's some people that are not going to know all these things and you really do have to be patient with them. Especially if they're not trying to come at you in a malicious way, they're trying to have a conversation. That's all I have to say. Like that's my my vision for like how we could probably course correct.
1: Thank you for that. Yes, institutions,
0: please. Yeah, that's that's
1: the system that will continue after the person is canceled. (laughs) Right. But I would also say put your energy into creating the circle of people in your life. Outside of social media, who is uplifting to you? Who is your safe space? Except that you do not have control over other people. You do not have control over what other people think. At all. I felt suffocated in the South because of my sexuality. And I fucking left. Now I'm in fucking the Bay. (laughs) You know? It's it's all love is
0: love out here, you know? A whole lot of love is love. Yes.
1: So... (laughs) So I had to change my environment to create a safer space for myself. And that, that's what you have to look at life as. You choose the people you allow into your life, including online. You know how many transphobic and homophobic and biphobic people I unfriended? And first I was like, I'm going to give them a chance. And then I was like, why? This is fucking draining my energy on my timeline. Let's get them off. So I just have peace, love, and positivity, you know? Like, you do have choice.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good point because a lot of folks who have these very reactionary responses online, especially, is because they don't have a community. Like, I always say that. Like, I I don't have time to engage with somebody that's negative online because I would so much rather be talking to you or playing the drums Mm -hmm. or playing the guitar or... Talking to artists or, shoot, working, talking to my clients, talking to them about relationships or whatever else it might be. I can think of so many other things because I've set up my life with infrastructure of those things and those people who I want to interact with Mm -hmm. so that when the option comes, argue with somebody who I don't know, who won't change their mind anyway, or spend time with my loved ones. It's kind of like such an easy choice for me at this Mm -hmm. point, but a lot of people don't have that choice. It's like argue with somebody because I was mostly triggered just now or... Sit alone, still being triggered about the other thing that was going on. It's like you have to be proactive about mm-hmm. switching your environment so that when those options come out, because you, you are going to meet, meet bigger than people, there are going to be bigger than people online or whatever. But like you it can't might be, control that. But you can't control that. But like, you can't control how or if you even interact with
1: Exactly. Them. And then again, back to emotions being your own individual responsibility. If you get triggered, take time to yourself. Make sure that you're filling yourself up with love and pouring into yourself. Like, When I have those days when people are talking about queer people and they're saying that, you know, we're sinning and we belong in hell and all that shit. I'm like, let me get off this shit and pour love into myself by watching a whole bunch of queer shit. (laughs) Hey,
0: There you go. (laughs) So, yeah, try try to use some of those tools, you know, if you're still watching and listening. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you are, then you're a real one and you're probably going to apply these things that um, I'm saying. Um, For Mm. those who aren't, I mean... You probably aren't Listening. at this point. Yeah, so. so that's you you'll probably continue that cycle. So thank
1: you for giving us a listen or a watch. Yeah. And we
0: appreciate it. You know. Hopefully, man, hopefully that we, we can
1: have conversations.
0: We can have these conversations, yeah, you because know, I am tired of the cancel shit, I'm man. So I'm, real I'm tired so
1: of tired of it. Honestly, one, I'm gonna make my own individual opinion and I don't care about other people's actions. Like you do you, I'm gonna do me. Okay. Like just because you cancel somebody, I got to too. Why?
0: That's not gonna happen. Exactly. I, I'll let you know when I'll, I'll cancel Dave Chappelle. It's not gonna be for any of the things that he said thus far. I'll let you know, um, and it'll be a personal decision. So actually, right? I won't let you know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why I, I got just do stop watching
1: you across the country saying just because you think you're right, it's like it's my w- life, bro. I would just
0: stop watching. Anything I cancel, it just gets canceled. Like literally. Like, I don't have to announce it. I exactly, declare cancellation. Exactly, exactly. I declare that you are cancelled. No, I don't do that. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like with the baby, like sure, I was like, you know, these are why these things were hurtful. But at the end of the day, I never listened to him. So <laughs> it was like I don't I don't have to and R. Kelly was easy. Like oh, yeah, I didn't a, that was in a hard one. People were like, I'm struggling with and I'm not doing it. And I'm just like, uh
0: he got the remix to Ignition and I believe I Can Fly. Those are the only two songs that I would listen like it to. It wasn't.
1: It wasn't. And
0: I don't. I didn't even listen to those. It's not like one of those things. Like, the, neither one of those songs I would listen to this year. Like I wouldn't have done that.
1: Like he's. I wouldn't he's have not, like. I, I artist. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, you ain't Usher. <laughs> like when Michael Jackson, I was like listen. I ain't Michael Jackson. <laughs> like Chappelle, You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Michael Jackson. <laughs>
0: And what are we going to do about
1: him? You know...
0: We going to cancel Michael there? He touched. We going... Uh-huh. That we was
1: go, bad oh! choice of words. Bad choice of words. Bad choice of words. What did he touch, baby? <laughs> you
0: found out? Because I didn't know. I don't know.
1: Woo! He has... Uh, this is, It's not going well with the language. He has impacted all forms of music oh, moving okay. forward from him.
0: All right. <laughs> moving forward from him. All right. Okay.
1: But yeah, like...
0: Nice save. <laughs> at
1: the end of the day, it's your individual life. It's your individual path, your individual journey. Nobody else is on it with you. Nobody else can control it for you. You get to make your decisions about your life.
0: I'm sorry. I'm just still laughing at this.
1: I didn't mean to. I said... I felt it as soon as I said it. I was like,
0: oh, shit. There you go. That was wild timing, too. Like... It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: goodness. But yeah, I, I, I honestly want a utopia. But this utopia doesn't have cancel culture in it. Because oh. it's stupid. It's not... So yeah, is cancel culture effective?
0: No, it's never going to be effective. If you cancel everyone that fucks up, because that's what you're basically saying. It's not something that they're doing that's totally irredeemable. It's that they fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. If you fucked up, you're canceled. Then you're not going to have anybody left, and this is starting to happen now. You're going to start to cannibalize each other. Nobody's perfect, so therefore you're going to find other things about other people within your community that were doing some fucked up things too. Especially now that everything's online, y'all be talking about shit all the time. You don't don't think you slipped up and said certain things about Maybe somebody who's trans but a different race, because we all can talk about that. That's what part of Dave Chappelle was talking about. There are uh, a lot of racist racial? people.
1: Yo, who... oh wait, oh, we, sh- w- wait, were you talking about transracial? No,
0: but that's hilarious too. Oh,
1: that's what I, we was we was in a therapist like consultation group, and that shit came up, and all the black women, because it was a, uh, you know, a white man transitioning to a black woman, and black women therapist was not having it. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, so spicy spicy spicy, spicy. but I, I would also say cancel culture isn't effective because you're not allowing room for growth and learning yeah. Yeah. and that is how we move forward to a utopia
0: that's how you actually get to that place yeah. yes you can't get to a, a better place even if it's not utopia but even a, an improved mm-hmm. situation by canceling everything that's mm. not how it works it's like these are not like cancerous cells in your body Mm -mm. like these are organs these are people these Mm -mm. are things that if you don't have this whole shit goes to fucking madness like if you cancel everyone that makes a mistake you are your community in itself will be devoured because you don't have enough people on your own to survive
1: exactly it's not yeah (laughs) yeah Again, let's let's look at majorities here.
0: And again, if you want to build, you want mm-hmm. to coalesce. You want to have somebody who might have made a small mistake turn into somebody who's an ally. Not somebody who made a small mistake turn into a bigot. And
1: honestly, I'm
0: seeing the turns. I'm seeing the turns. Because again, cool. if I fuck up on a pronoun and you chastise me to the point where I don't like you. Exactly. And then I think you represent that mm-hmm. whole community. Mm-hmm. You just fucked up.
1: Yep. That's what I'm saying. Y'all better watch how you're you're strategizing if you're even doing that, and what your goal is. Yeah. Cause <sighs>
0: that's that's my thoughts on cancel culture. <laughs> you know? I think I think that's all I got. Right. Mm.
1: Well, <sighs> if you stayed with us for this long thank you so much for listening to the it's so real podcast what your girl rocky and your
0: boy also you have
1: a beautiful day take care of you all
0: right y'all we will catch you on the next video make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel check that out get our subscriber numbers up please if you enjoyed the conversation make sure you leave a like and you subscribe and leave a rating
1: and well. let us know your thoughts in the comments below
0: yeah let us know in your comments below give us your opinions do you agree with us do you disagree with us um, what parts did you agree with? You know? Use a little time it. stamp thing. Put it there. If you're like, oh, that part right there, that was the on point. That part mm-hmm. right there, y'all was on some bullshit. Let us know. Yeah. We'll respond. C- keep it respectful and, mm-hmm. and we'll respond. If you don't keep it respectful, you'll get blocked and you know, we won't. It's really that simple.
1: <laughs> but all right.
0: We out, y'all. Until next time.
1: Peace and love
0: always. Yay, yeah, yay! Yeah. <laughs>